Good morning, everyone. Let's bow before we begin here. Dear God, I pray that you would uh, be with us here this morning. I pray that you would uh, give me the wisdom in the lips to be able to bring what you'd have me to share out in an audible, clear way uh, this morning. And uh pray that you would uh, help us all to understand uh, your glory and your uh, power this morning. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So what I have to share on this morning is the power of God. And uh, one thing I want us to keep in mind and ask ourselves, do we truly believe, uh, believe we serve an amazing God? And is He more powerful than those things we cannot control? Um, our God is an awesome God. That's the bare minimum of, it, of that. And uh, we see the first here in Genesis 1, 14, uh, during creation. Uh, you don't need to turn there. I don't have a whole lot of verses here. Um, so Genesis 1, 14 through 18 says, <clears throat> And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth and to rule over the day and over the night. And to separate the light from the darkness, God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. <clears throat> Sometimes I think we can forget how capable God is. And uh, I was going to write a size comparison of the planets and some of the stars in comparison to the sun and the, our solar system and, and us, but that would take a lot of time. So I figured... I looked it up, and the largest known star uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying this right U-I-S-C-U-D-I or uh, that's how it's spelled uh, you can fit 15 or five billion of our suns inside of that. Inside of UA Scooty. And our sun is a hundred and nine times. The diameter, well, we'll just go for similar comparisons. Uh, you can fit 1.3 million Earths inside the sun. You don't have to use your imagination. Wish I had a PowerPoint and I could... Uh, 
show some pictures that I was seeing. And then the Earth is estimated to be able to hold five trillion humans. Five trillion, five hundred trillion humans on its surface. <clears throat> so, if you can just imagine that with me for a second, what that would maybe look like, uh, maybe that'll give you an idea of how. Amazing our God is and how capable he is. Um, So do we really believe God created all that? And not to mention, I mean, just imagine the beauty of space and the colors of those planets and our big blue and white planet Earth. Um, uh, Do we believe God created all that? And... And he created us so small in comparison to some of his creation out in outer space and even smaller than us in all the microscopic world. Uh, and even then, he notices when a sparrow falls, something as small as a little bird, uh, he notices that. He doesn't miss any of the detail, small deep. He doesn't let all the, any small detail go by unnoticed. How much more does he value us? I mean, he sent his son to die for us and so that we could spend eternity with him. He didn't, I mean, he is with, you know, the planets are his beauty. and uh, But he chose us. He valued us enough to send his son to die for us so that we would spend eternity with him in a, with a personal relationship forever. And if we truly believe he loved us like that, loved us that much we wouldn't look at you know all of our difficulties you know we sometimes can think you know our difficulties are bigger than bigger than god god can't help us at that point uh i pray that hope and pray that we're not at that place um many times we blame god for not making our life easier but ultimately god has power if he has power to make, build the planets, he has power to make something good out of what we would consider uh, bad circumstances or ashes to us. Uh, and when we see ourselves as a victim and of trials, of circumstances, uh, we can only create more ashes and nothing good will come from that. And some important reasons for allowing... Uh, difficulty that God may allow difficulty in our lives uh, it can build good character number two help us understand others that are struggling in life and difficulty um, and most of all I found even from my own life it can deepen it can create a deeper more fulfilling relationship with God and if you're like me 
you're encouraged when you read, uh, when reading or hearing of Christians who have endured persecution and other difficulties. God allows bad things to happen to good people to work good for himself. The number one reason we were created in the first place is to bring glory to God and not ourselves. Uh, in Revelations 4.11, um, for Revelations 4, verse 11, uh, we'll back up to verse... Go to verse 7. The first, and around, or 6. And before the throne there was, as a, were a sea of glass like crystal. And around the throne, on each side of the throne, are four living creatures, full of eyes in the front and behind. The first living creature is like a lion, a second living creature like an ox, the third with the face of a man, fourth creature like an eagle in flight, and four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes round and about and within. Day and night they never cease to say, Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is, who was and is and is to come. And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall down before him who is seated on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are you, our God, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. <clears throat> and then Ephesians 2.10, the verse there. Ephesians 2, verse 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we're created, God created us for his glory, not not our own. And having a victim mindset that things, bad things that happen to us on this earth and thinking that we don't deserve that. Uh, that is something that, it's a selfish mindset and uh, personally I, I feel that Jesus is, God is very, uh, we can turn God off by having that mentality because <clears throat> Moving on here. Uh, well, looking in at the story of Joseph, uh, I mean, God used uh, Joseph and him being uh, sold to Egypt uh, by his brothers. He used that for the good of his Joseph's family. And in the end, it all turned out for the glory of God. And you look at David, all that running around and with Saul chasing him and uh, all that worked out for David's good. And and without that, we would not have the Psalms uh, to encourage us today. And a couple others, Job, Paul. Paul's plan wasn't to be locked away in prison for uh, however many years it was. Uh, but God used that to witness 
and preach to the Romans and the soldiers there. I saw this prayer. It's called a prayer of an old farmer. Uh, and I'll just read that here. Okay, a pastor asked an old older farmer decked out in bib overalls to say grace for the morning breakfast. Lord, I hate buttermilk, the farmer began. The visiting pastor opened one eye to glance at the farmer and wondered where this was going. The farmer loudly proclaimed, Lord, I hate lard. Now the pastor was growing concerned. Without missing a beat, the farmer continued, and Lord, you know I don't much care for raw white flour. The pastor once again opened his eye to glance around the room and saw that he was not the only one to feel uncomfortable. But then the farmer added, But Lord, when you mix them all together and bake them, I do love warm, fresh biscuits. So the Lord, so Lord, when things come up that we don't like, when life gets hard, when we don't understand what you're saying to us, help us to just relax and wait until you are done mixing. It will probably be better than biscuits. Amen. And for for God to make biscuits out of us, so to speak, um, we have to stay strong and believe that God is making something good out of out of us. And that is something I really want everyone to understand this morning is that uh, is that every one of us, no matter where we are in life, God God is creating us into something something beautiful, something uh, magnificent for his kingdom and for his glory. And maybe we won't ever see it in this life. Maybe that's something we will see uh, when we get to heaven. We'll see what God actually made us into and where we could have been. One thing I find it helps to try and see things from God's perspective and not focusing on the problem. Uh, a lot of times if we focus on the problem, we very, very quickly develop a victim mentality and uh, start becoming ungrateful and pretty quick. I'm not sure where we lose our salvation. Only God knows that. But pretty quick we can lose that. And we become a very miserable person to be around. And uh, we're miserable ourselves. There's a few, couple songs that we sing uh, that describes uh, God's greatness and love. Um, the love of God and beyond the azure blue we tend to we sing a lot of those I don't know if I have that um, I'm not exactly sure I had that The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. The wandering child reconciled by God's beloved son. 
the aching soul again made whole and priceless pardon won. O love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, it shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. When ancient ancient times shall pass away and human thrones and kingdoms fall, when those who hear refuse to pray on rocks and hills and mountains call, God's love so sure shall still endure, all measureless and strong. Grace will resound the whole earth round, the saints and angels' song. Could we with ink the ocean fill, and were the skies of parchment made, were every stock on earth a quill, and every one a scribe by trade? To write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry, nor could the scroll contain the whole, though stretched from sky to sky. There's a story that I had uh, come across. Uh, I'm not sure where it was. It was online somewhere. Uh, and they were out on a fa- out on a walk one Sunday afternoon. And they were crossing this new bridge that they'd, the county had just turned, uh, converted from an tr- old train trestle to a walking bridge. And they were out enjoying a family afternoon walk. And... And as they were coming back, they passed this man that was quite obviously troubled, uh, sitting on a little, under a little, uh, balcony along in the middle of the bridge that spanned a, a, a lake there next to where they lived. And this lady's husband, she went up to him and, uh, uh, Asked him to see, asked him if he was okay, if he needed something, and she, and as she puts it, words couldn't describe what happened next. Because he immediately pulled a gun and shot him in the chest and shot five more rounds, wounding her uh, several places, and then killing their daughter. And they had a younger daughter that uh, was with with the wife and. Uh, and she sat, sat, sat there in shock, unharmed, and the son with the dog was walking out ahead, and he ran for help. And they, after all said and done, uh, the father and the older girl uh, passed away, and uh, and this lady was able to forgive, truly forgive the the shooter, and to forgive something like that, that takes. That takes the love of God coming through someone. And that is something that us by our human, our own human power cannot do. It takes a God that can create something like this flowing through us from a personal relationship with Him that can forgive in such a way. <clears throat> Another book I find very encouraging uh, is the Martyr's Mirror. It contains many, many powerful stories of God's power shown through uh, Christians who choose to forgive their uh, forgive their murders, martyrs, persecutors, and as a result, many hardened murders have been changed into forgiving Christians who show the love of God to the world. 
And I find those very encouraging. It makes me think, you know, all of our struggles that we face, you know, in this country, for the most part, uh, among our own church members, uh, difficulties there, it's nothing in comparison to that. And I know we're not supposed to compare ourselves among ourselves, but to think, you know, those overseas who are have struggled with forgiving their martyrs and... Uh, persecutors how much more can we uh, love those in our own circles in closing we have to acknowledge God's capabilities we have to acknowledge that he's got the power to create the vast universe and the microscopic world smaller than us before we can have that kind of love for one another and for our enemies. Last month, Dennis shared on the two ways people can look at life with the victim mentality, which is self-focused, and the grateful mentality that is God-focused. We, there's no way we can love someone. We, there's no way we can love someone that kills our family if we have a self-focused mentality. That has, that power to forgive someone like that has to come from God and God only. And God gave us a free will to set our sails in the direction we choose. It's, it's our choice. And choosing gratefulness is when we allow ourselves, allow our powerful, almighty God to direct our lives using the storms, life, storms and winds of this life to propel us onto the kingdom of God. And I was shared a poem uh, the other day that I'd like to read. <clears throat> Yeah, this more organized, good grief. One ship sails east and another west by the self-same winds that blow. Tis the set of the sails and not of the gales that tells the way we go. Like the winds of the sea are the waves of time. As we journey along through life, tis the set of the soul that determines the goal and not the calm or the strife. That's something I would like to leave us with. And it's only by the grace and strength of God that we can fight the storms of life and become victorious in the end. Thank you.